Hello, everybody. Welcome to the rebranded podcast. We call this rebrand because what? Rebrand, rebuild. Wow. English. Anyway, without wasting any time, let's just get straight into it. Leave me alone, bro. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. All right, leave me alone. I didn't say anything. You're judging me silently. I'm joined by my good friend Lakotla Lesole. Say what's up. Say something. Hi everybody. Uh, Just here chilling with Kaho and we're about to talk to you about uh, podcast stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Podcast stuff. All that kind of podcast stuff. All the good podcast stuff. So. All the good. That's right. Only the, the good. You have to delineate the good stuff the five star quality uh, premium quality elite if if you want exactly elite if you wanted to if you wanted something in in like Dubai standard then that's what's going to slip out of our mouths (laughs) (laughs) right right right. so what are we we talking about here Kyle we're talking about superheroes we're talking about superheroes okay and the values that they represent the values that they stand for okay first word first statement don't even think about it uh, yeah okay so i mean do they still stand for the same values anymore that's yeah. i think that's a, that's something we really need to like unpack because that's what the chat is yeah. yeah these these days right they're they're less about saving the day and more about beating the bad guy <laughs> hmm. what's the so like is there What's the priority? Is it to save the the? Is it so? Is it to save like Timmy's mother who's falling out of the building, like the twelfth floor, or or is it to beat up General Zod because he looked he he said that you know you're you're not shit. Because mm. <laughs> that's the thing. Like even with if you go back way back in like the sixties and whatever they were saving people um, from all kinds of stuff, natural disasters and whatever. But then, like in the era where we become more personal uh, it's more about beating the bad guy because he's a threat to to your ideals rather than the ideals you represent damn right but it do be like that though Um, I think it's kind of indicative of where we are as a people Mm. these days Mm. you know because I think heroism used to be something that we looked upon in awe and reverence. We're like, oh, the hero has come in and saved the day, you know, like the savior, messiah sort of thing. Mm. And it was something that people could lean into and trust, but we've gotten more jaded as time has progressed. So Mm. not like, you know, Man of Steel, for example. It's not the campy baby boy blue scout Superman that we know from the cartoons, Mm. but he's more... Like, I suppose, in a sense, he is still that, but he's also thinking about, but should I be saving these guys? I mean, well, they're the, so lame. Like on the, up, on the other hand, you know, the, the campy stuff was actually what represented these superheroes. Like, and I, I really don't want to keep mm. shooting at, at Henry Cavill too much. Like, yeah. oh, he he did his he did his best with Superman, and he, he did, and he really killed it. That's right. It's just that he was very. He was he was too Batman to be Superman. Like he was. He, how many times did he smile in that movie? I give it about twice. Yeah, he smiled twice. In the like, whole movie. One in the beginning and one in the end when that's it was right. over. That's right. He's like, thank, that, thank goodness. That's why he was smiling. He was like, man, I hated this. Like I can finally go back to my trailer. <laughs> but but I, I I like the fact that um, 
okay to talk about Captain America for example he was a very or at least the MCU one you know Chris Evans one yeah, yeah he was he was a very uh, a star spangled truth justice type of hero and you yeah. know that 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 kind of stuff is why he's the favorite between the three of them everybody likes iron man mm-hmm. but people love captain america you're not wrong yeah mm. <clears throat> i mean he's he's got that he's got that hey we got to do the right thing for the right thing's sake Isn't um, it? that's and uh, that's a lot of what uh, being a hero really uh, meant for a lot of people right yeah. right and it's actually interesting that you bring that up because just sort of doing a very surface level dipstick sort of survey, ask people like who your favorite Avenger is. <sighs> You'd be surprised, man. There's a lot of people that prefer Captain America to Iron Man. I'm just like, really? Hmm. But again, like I think their their approaches to being heroes in their own regard, like it's very different. Captain America is like do good for its own sake, right? Mm, but mm. he didn't start off as like a twisted, sort of selfish, self-centered kind of guy. Like he didn't really have, at least in the MCU, he didn't have that character struggle until way later. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. into his second movie, that's when he's like, okay, wait, but who am I as a person? And then he started going against his own thing. And then in Civil War, he's a full-blown criminal. I'm like, vibes, right? Yeah. But <clears throat> but even like, even when he became a criminal, he became a criminal because, you know, someone needed help. Right? This is, oh, you ain't lado. You ain't lado. Because that's a, that's a lot of what, you know, uh, the values of superhero, of heroism is like. Yeah. It's, it's, it's selflessness. To whatever extent. Yeah. And Man. and I feel like that's something that kind of got lost in our in our internet generation. You know, that's we right. we're we're all here talking about uh, um, what vibes we like and and what the, what's the hottest trendiest thing and all of that stuff is very introspective. Sure. But not not we don't get extra personal or or, or look at our outside environment as much as we used to. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I I think we just kind of been absorbed by our screens. They just kind of ate our soul. Like, if if somebody was trying to mind control us, they just need to make an app, and the human race is gone. Oh yeah, we're over. Yeah. You seen The Incredibles too? Oh yeah, the screen slaver. That's where we're at now. Yeah. If like, she were to pull up on us, it's a wrap. For for context, anybody who's never seen that movie because either they don't care or they did themselves a favor by avoiding Incredibles too. Hey. Um, um, what do you mean, hey? I actually quite like The Incredibles too. Like what part? What part? Look, do you hear his silence? What part? Yeah. Leave me alone, Lakota, all right? <laughs> First of all, Dash was a delight. Oh, no. Dash, Dash was incredible. His whole, I'm a twitchy, super speedy crackhead. Oh, no. Of a kid. Are yeah. you not about that life? You, you, you don't care for speedsters? He was, I mean, the speedsters are fun, but sure. But what did he do in that movie except, you know, be, be, a, be Bart Simpson? It's <laughs> like he, he just—he's the annoying kid. That's, that's his whole story. You did not just shatter the illusion for me. Oh, did I tell? Did I just tell you how the magic trick is made? Yeah. Ah, okay. I'll... Oh my god, she's literally Bart Simpson. Like, if if anybody ever meets me in real life, don't take me to a magic show. I'll spoil the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. The actual whole thing. It's you're not even joking. But what did you think? What do you think about uh, um, the values that superheroes have? Well, I think, I mean. Just now, like with this whole conversation, if 
any ordinary person were to step in and say, oh, they're talking about superheroes, those childish things. Yeah. You know, like for most people, they see superheroes as, you know, the things that you outgrow and leave behind to then become whatever person that you're going to become because, you know, adulthood and stuff. Yeah. But that's obviously not fair. That's not a fair criticism. That's not a fair what can I say it's not a balanced understanding of what superheroes actually are yeah sure mm. they do have the flashy stuff that makes the kids go ooh mm. I'm not gonna lie I sit in a cinema and you know like I'm watching you know like some hectic movie you know some some MCU flick that is actually like mm. good you know mm. I'm, I'm there I'm screaming because freaking Spider-Man is coming through the portal now he's back after being dusted you know what I mean I'm excited for that yeah but when you think about who that person then becomes as they do their superhero business because it's not just I have to stop the bad guy it's I have to represent an ideal I have to become something I have to represent something and in today's world that is becoming exceedingly more dark exceedingly um, more selfish and you know the eyes are turned inwards I think superheroes really represent the best of what a person can be Superman for example mm. You know, um, controver- it might be a hot take, especially like once upon a time I was such a Batman fan, but I think Superman is a significantly superior hero in terms of what he believes in, what he stands for, and what he's basically like when people see Superman, like, okay, we know that everything is going to be okay. Like, here's this guy, he's, he's, he's here to end the conflict, there's a sense of comfort, yeah. there's a sense of safety, you know, there's, yeah. okay, the, the strong guy is here, to protect us from this. And it's not that just that he's strong, he's also a very compassionate guy. I mean, yeah. literally the guy has the strength of a god, but <clears throat> he chooses the most run-of-the-mill job, he grew up on a farm, but like, he could, he, he can push a planet, you know, that's how strong he is. But I think I think a lot of that, actually, is th- it's interesting that you bring that up because a, a lot of that compassion element is really what's missing nowadays. That's right, dog, yeah. that's right, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's precisely what I'm yeah, saying. Like, like, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't. I don't feel like the superheroes that I'm watching actually care. I think I feel mm. like they, they're just angry. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it is maybe I suppose a bit more realistic because our world is an angry world. Mm. You know, um, can't be Superman from the '60s is definitely getting his ass chewed out. I mean, but wait, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm. Like they started off in the '30s and '40s. People were were were. Poor and in the midst of starting World War Two, like it was ang- actually pretty deep, bro. They, they it was dark ang- times. They were angry all over the freaking place, man. I, right? Yeah. So, hmm, I don't know. I, I think don't know. I don't know. I think I think it's more that we just kind of uh, um, assimilated that anger instead of uh, um, fighting against it. True. It's like true. we're not we're not trying to be better. We're trying to to make a. I don't know. How do I put this? We're trying to make a case that being angry is important, but yeah. it's, it's not really. Overcoming that anger is the that's what uh, is is the story. That's the yeah. chat. You know, like okay, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Star Wars, um, switch it from superheroes, but now we're just I, talking about ideals, right? Sure, yeah, right, right, right. So 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 the Jedi's and and them like <clears throat> they're talking. Their whole shtick is that you have to. You have to care about everyone except yourself. Deep. Right? They gotta be completely selfless to be, to to do to the right follow thing. Follow the way, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the Sith are very inward. 
right? It's like care about nothing except yourself, mm. and that that's just kind of the the that I, that I feel like is kind of the shift where like a lot of people nowadays actually think that the Sith are are pretty cool, right? Right, but that's only because they reflect that that inner need to be. To, to give in to the your inner darkness, your inner anger, your inner selfishness, that kind of stuff. I mean, I get that making a story really personal is is what makes it land. Like it, you you feel it when it's personal, but that doesn't mean that it has to be. Uh, um, that that doesn't mean that it has to be. It has to forget about everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. That's my thing with that's my thing with superheroism. Yeah. These guys jump out of nowhere with spandex and tights and armor and all kinds of random medieval weapons. Everything's gonna be okay. To beat up people who are trying to fuck up the whole world or, or blow up the world or take everyone's electricity or whatever. <laughs> right? There's all kinds of crazy plots that these bad guys come up with because they're just bored and, and really smart or really powerful. Right. But they, these superheroes don't do it because the bad guy challenged them. They do it because the bad guy's doing the wrong thing. Mm, that's right, actually. They just want to help. Or at least that's what superheroes are meant to, to stand for. Right. Yeah. There's this quote. Um, I might be butchering it, but it goes, uh, For evil to prevail, good men do nothing. Yeah. You know, and it just, like, it. it, it it's not just sitting by and being cool when things are cool but when you see things starting to get bad you stand up and say mm, hang on no this isn't how we do things in my neighborhood i'm imagining superman just sitting on a corner just like no it's not bad enough i'm cool no no no, 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 no. things <laughs> are okay it's, it's 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 all right it's all right we need to get to superman level threat a fire that's not important no no, 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 no. like the justice league they didn't show up throughout any any natural disaster uh, until at least 600 people die that's you know what i mean like we then, can, we, we can then afford they jump few. in and, and save the day the the terrible thing about <laughs> life is that it ends and it's unfortunate but at the end of the day it is what it is if this is your fate then this is what it is well let's see the whole story about fate is actually really interesting oh sweet another rabbit hole let's go yeah do we hmm, okay <laughs> so like a lot of a lot of these heroes have this whole thing about prophecies yeah that's right right and those prophecies lead them to doing all kinds of great and gallant and and selfless selfless uh, kinds of things. Mm. I mean, but like, okay, if fate is such a great thing, does that mean that it's it's? Uh, <clears throat> does that mean that it's something that a hero has to wait for? Mm. Right? Do they have to wait for the for some big call to action to say go and be a hero, or do, can you just be a hero right now? Can just you, get out, yeah. get out of your room, or, or like not not wait for the opportunity and actually just like. But then that's the thing. Like, imagine somebody is you're trying to help somebody. <laughs> cross the road and they're like get, get away from me weirdo what? Why, why are you grabbing me Bro. who are you who are you oh. leave me alone this is actually where we assault would be. this is where we would assault. be oh my gosh oh my, I'm, he's in my safe space ah. <laughs> you're opening a whole other chat oh my gosh we need to talk about it we need to talk about it we need we need other minds we need other people other races other genders because that's really spicy yeah, I like we, that. Have, we have to unpack this for everybody 
<laughs> you don't know, bro. You don't know. I don't know either. Like, that's a crazy... Man, we'll come back. We'll come back. We'll mm. do part two. Mm. We're supposed to do part two anyway, so... Okay. But, yeah, man. Um, the thing, the thing, the thing with that whole concept of, like, fate, right? And this is something that I continue to think about because, you know, yeah, sure. Like, as a person, I have like the agency of choice like i know all right i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and you know also know that you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that and mm. you know some i've actually had run-ins with people like i i do believe in free will i do believe in choice mm. uh to quote my main man neo mm. i don't like the idea that i'm not in control of my life mm. like if i'm just being led on a carrot and i'm not thinking for <laughs> myself then why even are we here like the existential question why are we here mm. if we're not here to choose then what are we doing mm. but i think the very idea like if you can say within your own mind that this is what i think and i think that there's no such thing as free will it's only fate that's the free will working for you right there because mm. if you were fated to think that you probably wouldn't be thinking that mm. you wouldn't think about it at all it would be a, a concept that's like you know way above you know because all you know is this you don't mm. know what makes this you just know this so to then say fate free will don't you see the choice here don't you see the option you have an option to either believe in fate or free will literally that's the that's the you know mm. this is the choice man this is the choice and to tie it back <clears throat> into like the values and ideals and stuff your main guy spider-man all right yeah love that dude to bits his whole thing is choice and spider-man 2 segue uh andrew garfield is the best spider-man you will fight me i well okay if you talk about on screen i agree with you on screen yes yeah. but overall no, no, no. Even Peter Parker. That's that's the thing. His he's Peter Parker and his Spider Man are definitive, and you'll have to find that. Yeah, this is true though. But people disagree. Like the whole thing is, oh, he's too handsome or whatever, and it's like, yeah, okay, fine. Maybe that comes down to the acting choice, right? I think it's not really the fact that he's handsome. I think it's just that he's okay. To me, the reason I say that he's the best is because like, or the best um, representation, whatever, of yeah. Spider Man is that he's very genuine if i had to say like spider-man mm. is all about being he's, he's the he's the everyday average normal like he's the average everyday guy sure. right he's not he's a loser but he's also just a he's also just a dude you would see chilling on the street with you mm. right mm. He's, a, he's a loser in high school everybody's a loser in high school mm. like mm. it does but I mean, with uh, with the way that he, with the way that he portrayed his Peter Parker as being just like this this angsty kid. I mean, in the modern day, a kid who loses his parents yeah. and grows up with barely any friends as a social outcast, even being a science nerd, like they're gonna be they're gonna be weird. I mean, like, they're just going to be weird. I mean, they like. Nobody, no Spider-Man talked shit until Andrew did. This is true. Put him down. And he, exactly. Right. Like, like even okay. Well, I, I think that was a Spider-Man line that Peter Parker said, 
that was a little bit confusing for me but it's also it also just kind of feeds down to the fact that he's not confident as Peter Parker mm, yeah like there's that like essentially Spider-Man saves him Spider-Man know? is his confidence yeah right? that's why he talks crap when he's Spider-Man he can say things that Peter Parker can't say like like when he when he was fighting Electro and he was like a god named Sparkles. What a snarky brat! He man. was like that's the thing. He's he, he was a bit of a dick, but Spider Man's right. a bit of a dick to that's his true. villains, that's right? True. They, that's, that's why they hate him. That's why they hate him so much. He's <laughs> he's, he's a really an, he's annoying. Writing your memoirs, don't forget the hyphen between Spider and Man. Exactly. Like nobody really nobody oh like it, when people hear that they're like what what who the you know I hate this guy. Imagine I, getting clapped up by that guy. And like he's you telling feel you, like you're the you're the, you're the big thing, and you're out here destroying whatever you can, and then here he comes out of nowhere with his random. Oh my god! And you're like, no, what? Wait, wait. We're taking this thing seriously. Why? Why? Why aren't you taking this seriously? He's like, <laughs> that's 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 what I think. That's what, um, or at least that's why I feel Andrew. One of the reasons why I feel like Andrew really brought such. Um, weight to the character of Spider-Man that nobody else yeah. has especially with the fact that he was he was the most uh, um, he was the most vulnerable of of them but this like not even in, not even in a negative way but more more in like you could actually feel like this guy uh, um, he's going through a lot He's going through a lot, but he smiles anyway. Right, hmm. right, absolutely. I think that's something that's missing, especially from like these new movies, you know, hmm. the MCU movies. I think No Way Home sort of ended in a good place, and it sort of sets him up to start having those emotional stories. But Andrew, man, like he literally got spider powers, got a date with Gwen, and immediately after lost Uncle Ben and his whole life went off the rails. That's the thing. The fact, Consequence. You know I mean? right? right. Consequences are a big thing for Spider Man and you don't see that in a lot of other movies. It's true. You kinda it's see true. that with Raimi's trilogy, but you yeah, don't see that. It, it, but it doesn't land to the same I, I I will say that Andrew's movies did demonstrate that yo dude <laughs> it's wild. Being Spider Man is rough. Yeah. <laughs> like with with um with the, bring, tying it back to the topic of our discussion, the values of superheroes. That's right. It's about you know doing the right thing despite the consequences. Despite, yeah. Like sometimes things go wrong because you know you as a superhero you you you'll screw up or you will you will fail to act in time and then things just go haphazard, right? Right. But you got to come to terms with that and be okay with it and, and still come up and still smile and still be the friendly neighborhood or the. The Incredible Hulk, or, or the Indestructible, the, or the Invincible, whatever, or the Man of Tomorrow, or the right. Dark Knight. You still gotta show up every day. Like, Damn, that's that's Damn. superheroes endure. Right, that's it. They endure. That's crazy, man. Superheroes endure. Crazy, crazy. Hmm. And it does take a lot, you know. I think one one thing that they're not really tapping into like i will say superhero movies of late they're not really getting into the psychology of being the guy who stands for the right thing they kind of did it there in the first Raimi spider-man movie you're an amazing creature spider-man you you and i are not so different 
that's his uh, that's that's his impression of William Dafoe. If William Dafoe ever hears this, uh, just know two black kids from Africa are not making fun of you. We're, just we're big, not. We're, just, we're big fans. We just quote your lines. We 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 literally love you so much. You 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 made our childhood. That being said, you do have a goblin face. No, for real though. He, he, he they has... they saw him and they were like that guy there with the noise. He has a goblin face. I love this man. Like he's he's so he's so himself. Nobody can be Willem Dafoe. Like Nobody Willem Dafoe. in this world can even attempt. Like, Where they said to themselves, no, 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 we're going to break the green helmet thing. We're just gonna have him raw dog. Like we need his movie. we we need his face for the whole movie. <laughs> and it was wild. Like I'm looking at this guy's eyes. I'm just like this dude is crazy. He's actually a lunatic. He's actually lost his mind. That's him. He's... Poor Peter. Oh my goodness gracious. Poor Peter. Poor Peter. Too weak. To send me home to die. <laughs> Man, Tom was clapping that dude up, busting haymakers and uppercuts left and right, bopping it left to right, bro. Can we talk crazy. about the fact that Disney had like no faith in this Spider-Man? <laughs> to the fact that they had to borrow another Spider-Man villain? <laughs> Literally from another franchise. Right, we're just gonna pluck the original Goblin that cut. Oh my gosh! Like, like, we These guys. Uh, poor Dane DeHaan, Shane. Like he did I his, know. he did a, he did his best in in Amazing Spider-Man Two. I think, I think he's underrated. I think he's underrated. I think he was an underrated Goblin. He's a he pretty didn't... good actor. Hey, his I Goblin mean? was interestingly manic. Yeah, he was, he was, dude. He was tragically insane. Mm. Right. He, right. Like he he chose to be the bad guy because you know he didn't want everyone he didn't want his father to be the voice that he he didn't want people to abandon him the way his father did. Damn. A lot of the the the, the Mark Webb Amazing Spider-Man trilogy is about uh, failed father figures. This is true. Which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Right. As a theme. I think that got carried off and carried over to um, the MCU Spider-Man. With Tom essentially recycling the father <laughs> figures with every movie. Iron Man, Mysterio, then Doctor Strange slash uh, his brother Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. I suppose happy to an extent, but I, I'd say he's more the uncle. The, yeah, yeah. The, the, the uncle, the, like the favorite uncle. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is ironic because we haven't heard a single thing about Uncle Ben. And now Aunt May is gone. So who does he have left, right? Interesting though. Have you seen What If? Yes, yes, I have. The only time they the only time they mention Uncle Ben and Tom Holland isn't even there. Man, and it's not even like MCU canon. It's it's like you know the spinoff. It is a spinoff. Do you know what I mean? Because that was a like that episode was a spinoff of uh, Infinity Infinity War. War, That's right. So I'm just like. So, screw Uncle Ben, right? But at the same time, I'm really not trying to see that guy die again. Apparently, they're going to bring him into... Um, what's this Sony project? Madam Web. Interesting. But it's also a spin-off. It's just like Uncle Ben from, like, I don't know, the past or something. Yeah. From another universe. Is that an MCU project? No, Sony. Ah. Remember, Sony owns Spider-Man. That's right, actually. Mm. Ah, I mean, yeah, sure, we'll see Uncle Ben, but... <laughs> Not really. I mean, at least in terms of the MCU, I think they've completely moved past that stage and they're literally getting into the meat of who Spider-Man is now. But like, not a single, not a single word? Not even a fucking, a one, mm. one tear? He didn't even, fin- he didn't even visit his 
grave when Aunt May died. And you would think it gets him thinking, like, hey man, um, so heck, Aunt May is gone. Like there was a vague reference in Homecoming. He's like, no, not after everything she's been through. Mm. Like when he was trying to tell Ned, don't, don't tell her. Yeah. And that's. It. But I thought they would bring that in Far From Home, you know, but it didn't show up. But okay, that's an. Int- that's the thing about superheroes. They're. It's all about sacrifice with them. That's a thing, man. That's and it's it's a steep call because mm. the villains essentially sacrifice nothing. Most you'll find are in a position where actually they've lost, mm. and their thing is they've switched a one eighty, and they're like, "I'm here for me. I'm here to absorb. I'm here to take. I'm here to destroy." Right? But mm. then in opposition the value of the heroes then saying, but you don't get to decide that for these people. You need to get yourself in check. You know, like a Batman who later in his career actually becomes sympathetic towards the Joker and he's not trying to punch his teeth out anymore. He's like, let me help you. I get it. Mm. There's this identity that you have to live out because of some trauma and it's jacked you up and now you feel like you have to do this but I'm telling you, you don't have to. You know, you don't have to. We, mm. can, we can work on this together. So seeing those dynamics not necessarily the punchy kerpal great jehoshaphat batman no like now we're getting into the humanity of who these people actually are to actually see peter absolutely like he's trembling with frustration of of, at how may died and he's like man i'm really upset i'm trying to break the goblin's neck but then no man you're you're better than that you're spider-man you're supposed to be the hero you can't turn into that guy then we'll have to kill you man i think i think one universal theme about superheroes is rising above your darker self is true right you will you will find selfish and angry and uh, um, dark impulses when you know you're, you're challenged with something but a lot of the times they just say I've got to do the right thing because it's the right thing <clears throat> what about okay so what about um, the values of black superheroes <clears throat> black superheroes now it's getting intense hmm. <sighs> because theirs isn't just saving people it's hmm. also like literally standing for forget for values they literally represent the communities and the families that they like come from and stuff so mm-hmm. um the first one that comes to mind they, they represent us essentially yeah. you know like with, with the history that comes with being black high and african <clears throat> and all that stuff mm. first thing that comes to mind black panther he literally stands for black excellence right yeah. His his thing is like i'm strong i'm intelligent i'm fast um, yeah I'm this, I'm that. Essentially, he's everything. You know, he's everything. He is everything that you would want to see in a black man in a position of power, Mm. right? Mm. But I do think that while they're standing for those things, we mustn't get too caught up in the racial aspect of things. Because if T'Challa has no, like, flaws, no weaknesses, why should I vibe with him, you know? Mm. Like, sure, he stands for his community and, you know, he believes in taking care and making sure that everyone is okay and all this stuff, right? And I think generally that's sort of where, I don't know about other races, but I know, like, speaking as a black man, I'm sure you can agree too. When you see 
someone that looks like you that's like in need and they're struggling it's something that hurts really deeply <clears throat> and it's something that you really feel like you have to tend to yeah you know like if you know them like that and you're like listen like you're my buddy you're just like dude i can't sit back and not do anything like i have to you know so like i suppose to answer your question mm. one thing that black heroes represent is the sense of community the mm. sense of support the sense of I got you. Mm. Maybe not necessarily because T'Challa has been through bad times, but because he's had the most privileged upbringing and he knows that, yo, people don't get to grow up like rich princes all the time. Mm. So I have a burden, I have a responsibility. I, it's on me to make sure that my people are okay. You know, the leadership, the king attitude of the kingdom is stable. Thing, the thing is, T'Challa is a... <clears throat> He might, he's, a, he's a king of the people. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that's, that really rings true with a lot of black uh, superheroes that mm. you know, they, need to, they need to represent the people, right? Mm -hmm. Like with the Falcon from mm -hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm -hmm. he's, there, was, there was that one scene where he went to, um, where, they, where uh, Winter Soldier took him to that community where he found that other former black Captain America guy. Yeah. The Super Soldier Serum. And it was just an opportunity for us to actually get down with the the roots of like, like with Falcon's roots. Actually, a lot of that show is about Falcon's roots. Yeah. Right. So, and actually, not even the roots of Falcon, but the roots of of black heroism. Damn. All right. That's the thing. A lot of when it, when it comes to our people, we're mainly about. Uh, we're mainly about uh, a unity that you don't really see in a lot of other um, um, heroes. Yeah, yeah, actually. But even even still, that unity that we see is it's as much as it's a value of ours. It's not really communicated as much as it could be because we're like most of the black superheroes we see are are they're black and that's it. <laughs> like I don't. I, I mean, are they? Are they? What, what else? What's, what else is going on? What, what else? What else is happening with this game? Like, yeah? like straight up. Because you, Miles. Yeah, because Sp Black Spider-Man over there, and I'm gonna call him Black Spider-Man because that's that's literally <laughs> that's what, not, he that's what he is. That's, that's, that's all he is. Like you could have given him a different name, but you just made him Spider. He's he's Black Spider-Man. He's Black. <laughs> that should be his he's, name, he's... Black Spider-Man issue fifteen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, he's he's like he's like the the. He's like there to, to be Spider. He's just there to be Spider-Man. But I don't. I only ever do kind of see him sometimes being part of the community. But even Spider-Man does that, um, um, like with the Feast Center, right? That's what he does. Yeah, yeah the he, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He's the one that started the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man brand. So that unity aspect of of Black Spider-Man is also being incorporated from a white. Yeah. Right? So he's not like, he's not his own he's still not his own guy. Where's the value essentially? I mean if you told me like Black Spider Man was <laughs> I'm just gonna call him Black Spider Man over and over again. <laughs> you told me Black Spider Man was hanging out with um uh, um a friend of his who was down on his luck and turned to a life of crime eventually becoming a superhero because Black Spider Man failed to act soon enough to help him out of the, the out of a, the crack game you know what I could see that oh man that would actually be a really tense story because yeah. like he was connected to the conflict right from jump mm. and it goes back to you know if 
you you can do something but you don't and bad stuff happens it's because of you power responsibility that whole conversation but it's not like now it's being retold in sort of like a racially contextualized place Mm. And it makes sense for the character of who Spider-Man is. Like, like he's he's a character who endures through those sufferings, but he carries a, a lot his of, guilt. A lot know? of Peter Parker's stories are about science. Right? Yeah. So, but <clears throat> for Miles, his stories have to be about community. True. I mean, they're they're like there are people out there who <clears throat> who join gangs because they're they need to eat or they need. If they don't join a gang, there's a likely there's likelihood that they'll be a victim being hunted down by whoever looks at them wrong on the wrong day of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, we, if we're going down to African heroes like Black Panther, for example, I mean, Black Panther, Black Panther's conflicts were mainly well, they were mainly about everything else that was going on in the world. I mean, I, I didn't really see anything. Who who in Wakanda could have a problem with Black Panther? It's literally impossible. Man. I mean, there was like, so what? Are you gonna tell me that everybody and their grandmama likes Black Panther? He's literally the most amazing man. Uh, at least that's like you know the the broader perception. Botswana's probably the most unified country in Africa, and in we don't even like our president. This is man. Yo, are we the most unified? I would say so. Stop I mean, messing, man. For bro, real? Think about it. Think about it this way, right? Yeah. Like everybody who comes to Botswana is always going to talk about how nice and and courteous peaceful people and, and peaceful the people are. Yeah. Right. Like you won't see that in Namibia, Mozambique, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Kenya, Nigeria. Not nah, like all of all of those other dudes are all about money and power. Here we're all about people. And huh. You don't see that much. And like even even here, we still have questions about our leaders. And right. there's no way you couldn't tell me that there wasn't going to be somebody in Wakanda who just said, Nya. <laughs> I, I mean, it was almost there with Mbaku, right? Right, yeah. Like, it could have been a... a, a you could have had a, a whole revolution internally in, in Wakanda. Like, the right. king is dead. Oh, man. Power struggled. Oh. Like we could have had a civil war, cut Michael B. Jordan out. Like just leave it with Mbaku and and the and the white gorilla tribe, you know, running up on the black, on the panther tribe, saying we're going to run Wakanda. Oh now. sheesh, that should literally be Black Panther too. Eh, it's gonna be it's gonna be. Holy cow, Mr. It's gonna, Stark! It's gonna be the black community against the Spanish. we are <laughs> fighting the Latinos. <laughs> It's a gang war. Man, it's a gang war. <laughs> uh, People of color, can we not fight each other, please? Carlos showed up to 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 he showed up to Compton to just say, my "Nah, bro, this is my." Shucks, buddy, though, man. But, I what mean, you just said—that has to. Man. But anyway, I mean, I hope Black Panther Two doesn't disappoint. I'm sure it will, but I hope it doesn't. Because, uh, like. A lot's riding on it, you know. Right, but in terms of values, though, um, for black for for black superheroes, yeah, it's all like for me, it's all about community. Right? That's right. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's also about uh, <clears throat> trying. To, it's also about being the best version that they can, yeah, that they can be, best person that they can be. Mm. Um, 
I think we see that a lot in some of these in some of these uh, stories um, about how black superheroes rise to the occasion, the static shocks, and 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 and, and then some. Mm. Right? They they stand up, they do the right thing, they and save it, the day. It, it means something. It's not just the hero; it's the black hero. It's just you know? it's just missing a little bit of a personal touch. But I think that's only because. Um, um, but then again, you know, even if we do put in that personal touch, we we have the problem of seeing it as a stereotype. I suppose, right? yeah. Like if Static Shock, for example, was fighting some drug dealer, uh, it would be like, oh, so all we do is fight drug dealers, huh? That's all we do as black people, huh? Yeah, yeah. We can't fight the um, PhD scientist. The lunatic guy, huh? Yeah. yeah essentially, yeah. You, you'd never have Miles going up against, like, his equivalent of Doc Ock. You'd never have that. What would his equivalent be, of Doc Ock be? <laughs> like, uh, does, does he, is he shooting, like, crack out of his, out of his tentacles? Holy cow. Like, you're all, you're, I'm gonna get you high to kill you. <laughs> and then he's like, no, you're going to shut down the nervous system. And I have to use my electricity to... Reawaken it. The oh, power, Lord. the power of crack in the palm of my hand. Jeez. <laughs> 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 uh, like, You're but a I mean, I mean, the values of superheroes have always has always needed to be about the actions, about selfless action. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And it's obviously not a simple thing mm. we actually even have moments where the villain actually ends up sounding right what do you think about that though i think it's messed up yeah i think it's messed up now don't get me wrong i'm not saying that good stories can't be told but there is an implicit bias and i don't think it's a mistake that the movies of old where obviously the bad guy is in the wrong and he needs to be defeated and put away <coughs> was happening at a time where the world was generally a lot more open a lot more friendly a lot more, like you would be hard pressed to find someone who is intentionally going out of their way to give you a tough time mm. but nowadays with, nowadays it's just the simplest turning on the tiktok video that's it man that's and it just waiting for the comments to ride that's on. all you all you have to do is just state an opinion you know yeah. and um that's a whole other thing you know people are getting triggered by how, what you think and it's just like dude but that's literally not even your business can you chill but um now sure like joker um you know the dark knight or the joker movie itself or avengers infinity war with thanos and you know, like, there's stories that you can tell with very fleshed-out villains that don't come across as villains, but simply a different perspective on how to view a situation that is as equally valid as what the hero is thinking. I don't, I don't like that, though. I mean, let bad guys be bad guys. I get that. I get that, right? Mm. Right? But my thing is, it ultimately does kind of set the basis for, oh, so I can do the wrong thing and actually have people behind me? Huh. Mm. Why don't I go ahead and do that? And then these are the same people that then go out and act the way that they do in their relationships and their workplace and whatever, like in whatever space in life, because, <laughs> you know, I'm the sympathetic villain because I have a case to yeah. make against the status quo and I'm pushing against it. This I think that's like, wrong, but... Um, this is just this thing of, hey, man, so... so 
I can enslave an entire town and 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 create a, make an imaginary family and people will forgive me. Right, yeah. my word. Talk about it. WandaVision like, 2? Oh man, like, like, your whole thing. Like I mean, I could I could get it if maybe she, you know, went down to Agatha Harkness and said, "Hey, I need some help with magic." And then she got a hold of the dark hold it drove her crazy and then she took over the town. But mm. she did it because she was sad and now and you know now that she's had a good cry at the expense of people's lives Damn, for months. Right? She's it's it's just all cool. You ha- they'll never know what I, you gave up for them. I mean, bro, are you mad? No. Have you lost are you smoking? These are people twigs. Who, these these some of these people have families, right? Buddy like some one of them is probably an old lady whose son is is in like university and he hasn't had heard from his mom in and, months. Yeah, and he has to wonder where the heck's my freaking mom? What's bro? happened to her? Oh. No, no, time time. She's uh she's being she's being controlled by the by one of the Avengers. And dude, man, by one of the Avengers. And when you say it like that, by one of the Avengers, you have to think, yo, Nick Fury, you're uh, you're recruiting some uh, some some, some unscrupulous characters, uh, son. I don't know. I think your screening process needs to get a bit uh, a bit more intense, bud. Because you know this whole thing of like, oh, like, I lost. You do realize that she literally used to be a terrorist. You do get that. Like, right. like she got her powers for terrorism. See, that's literally why. Yeah, sure. Character reform and all that. That's beautiful. I think you should have that energy in like an animal shelter not when you're talking about saving the lives of innocent people bro and if she's lost she's lost just about every single person she's ever cared about yeah i can see that driving her crazy sure but not not evil not evil she's like she literally she her brother died she stayed with the avengers and and let and she she killed her husband to save the universe. Deep. That's not a bad person. Man. But of course, at that point, now that she's gone through all this trauma that she's never actually really taken a step back to process, it reaches ahead when you get to WandaVision and essentially we are watching the villain have a series. But it's told from her perspective and you know she's justified in doing these things to these people that have no beef with your husband getting his skull blown out by the big purple guy yeah but hold on her powers were all about um her powers were all about like moving things with her mind sure yeah and and stuff i didn't i've never seen her well, no, she did manipulate minds once, but... Yeah, literally Age of Ultron. What are you talking about? Yeah, but she had to concentrate to do that. Right? Your, your point being... My point being, like, what did, what did all of this raw power come from? <laughs> the raw power, I hear you. She is pretty OP. Like, <laughs> out of, out of nowhere, right? <laughs> Suddenly she's the strongest in like, the MCU. Like, like it didn't, you didn't even have to... I mean, why didn't she use that mind control thing on Thanos in Infinity War? That's the question, right? She or she like Holy if it was cow. if she could use it way back. She was weaker in uh, Ultron than she was in Infinity War. Oh man! But and and she could have done that 
She could have done that on Stark in Civil War. She could have done that on Thanos in Infinity War. There's so many things that actually could have been avoided <laughs> if she does the magic mind wind up. Yeah. I mean, she did it so easily before in, in Ultron, but she never did that again. So I'm like, hmm. Oh, man. There we go. What, what, what's up? Are you just addicted to smashing things? Right. Priorities are what exactly? Yeah. If you could talk about it. But, oh, okay. But see, that's the thing. Like, Damn. It's, it's kind of a twist when you see heroes are all about... Um, when you see heroes are all about the suffering that they've gone through rather than the suffering they want to prevent. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right? It actually... It, it comes across as like really like selfish and narcissistic. Yeah. Which then defeats the whole purpose. You know, like we're not watching Spider-Man to... Where are you going? We're not watching Spider-Man to revel in him and his day-to-day stuff, right? As he goes through it. Oh, pity me, poor Peter, right? Like, we see that. Obviously, it's a very integral part of how he operates in his day-to-day. But if he's not actively, like, making strides to rise above it, I can't watch that and say that he's an inspirational character. I can't say, oh, I want to be like Wanda when I grow up. Unless that's the message. Unless you're saying that you're not supposed to watch WandaVision and be inspired. But if that's the case, then why are you telling this story, Mm. right? Because we're here to see someone overcome something. And it can't be a thing where she gaslit herself. It doesn't always have to be something internal. Right. They 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 do have to you know grow as characters. I can take that. Sure. But that doesn't always mean that they also have to become. They that they also have to uh, um, try to resist the dark side. Not every single hero has to resist the dark side. That's yeah. I mean, their conflict can be radically different. Mm -hmm. If anything, like it could be a thing where they struggle with the fact that they don't have a dark side. I would say someone like the DCEU's take on Aquaman. That Mm. dude's pretty flat. You know, like, I don't get the sense that he's having a conflict within himself. He's having a conflict that is, like, with people. Yeah. You know, and it would be interesting to sort of hear his own inner dialogue of how he sees his life as generally pretty good when you consider the tropes of what superheroes go through. And he's fine, right? Mm. And he's fine, but... That realization that holy crap, I'm fine. <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. But then I suppose that opens up another conversation of needing to be broken to be a hero. What if that's not the case? It's entirely possible that you can be healthy, whole, untraumatized, and you want to do good for. I think it's more of a trope yeah. than it is like a, a set in stone. Um, um, requirement for storytelling not every single hero is broken in some capacity yeah like they can literally just be people that stand up and say i'm gonna like wonder woman wonder woman left her island to be a champion for humanity because she just felt like it was the right thing to do right um uh, the flash he okay well he lost his mom so that kind of just that did kind of I mean, mess him up but yeah but he's been he's been happy go lucky ever since with the new families that he, that that he built around himself yeah uh what's his name what's his name who's this guy superman right yeah he had he although he didn't know his family and he he always felt alone being different he's 
he's had so much of a found family. He's had he had parents in a normal yeah. childhood. Yeah. He's literally just a foster kid. Right. And and as much as he feels different, he he never felt different. He never felt um, alone. Yeah, he never felt out of place. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think every single hero has to be broken Her, or has yeah, a tragic backstory or whatever. Yeah. Or some or like a Batman history. Hi. Because everybody needs to be Batman nowadays. I don't get it. He's not okay. Yeah. He's not okay, man. He's not okay. But I suppose he represents sort of like the triumph after trauma. You know, like his life is pretty opulent. You know, like if if you're someone who's generally very, I would say, agreeable. Maybe you're a bit behind in your finances. Someone like that, man, who's very assertive and is in charge of every situation that he gets into. My man is literally like in Arkham City. He's literally poisoned with Joker's blood, and his whole thing is, hmm, I have six hours to find a cure, or I'm going to die. Other people would crumble, but for him, it's just like we keep it moving, bud. We keep it moving. You know, I watched my parents die in front of me when I was 11. We keep it moving. We keep it moving. You know what I did after that? I trained with a bunch of ninjas. Now I punch people for smoking weed on a corner. Mm. We out here, fam. We keep it moving. You know what it is. Right. We don't have time. We. <laughs> Imagine thinking that, oh no, I'm gonna save up money, take up this extra ship at LexCorp. And, um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll be able to. I'm just gonna gifts. be moving packages for, for the Joker. And, and then you have this gigantic creature coming out of the sky, talk about some, where is she? <laughs> <laughs> Bam, there go the Joker. <laughs> Dude, uh, dude, like, like, and he's, whoa, like, you see all of those Batman Begins, the shipyard scene, yeah, man. like way in the in his when he first shows up as Batman, uh, in the yeah, movie. like, yeah. all of those dudes. Oh my goodness! I just thought to myself, man, these these guys, these guys are just trying to make it. <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to, they're doing their job, bro. One of, one of them has got his like got pulled into a freighter Mate. in the middle of the night. The other one. Mate. Got caught by an upside down giant bat. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and they have, the thing is, they're not dead. Batman doesn't kill, right? But the messed up part is, having had that experience, they have to transition into ordinary day to day life. Like they didn't just have nine of their ribs broken by this lunatic in a freaking bat costume, yeah. like with with a cape. Dude. <laughs> and he said, he said, talk or I'll break the other one. Ha! Huh. How do you live with yourself? After like what that? other one? Exactly. <laughs> Mate. Mate. Oh my goodness. Now so, both, both your hands are broken. Like, I mean, okay. Alright, so so with these guys, these superheroes and their values. Yeah. We get that they're all about selflessness. Sure. I and mean, they have to be a little bit insane of okay to be, to be jumping off of rooftops and fighting people twice their size this is true but they do all of that for like the sake of people the for sake the people of, yeah for people right um so what do you think the yeah. values of a superhero are hmm. or, or like need to be to be a real a good superhero i think this is a great place to cap off also like we're literally five minutes out from the one hour mark it doesn't let you record more than one hour it's kind of lame but what makes the values that make a good superhero first of all community all right you can't go into 
whatever situation if you don't care you know yeah. like if you see superheroes in the fray you see spider-man freaking out not necessarily about his own life he knows he's gonna be okay but he's looking to see if there's any freaking debris that's gonna land on people so that he can quickly just whip them to safety or yeah. um uh superman with his whole thing of like oh you know i'll just go on like a big building fire mm. he's not doing that for any other reason than he values human life so you need to care about people community you need to value human life right you need to value human life to begin with if you can't do that then i wonder what kind of hero you shape up to be mm. um that's one i think resilience is another thing to be able to bounce back to see Gwen die on your arms but still put the mask on and still be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um wait, what? Okay, all right. No. It's just what I was saying. I was just no, I was just thinking that um compassion and courage, right? Those Absolutely. Are, those are two those are two um key values that a hero needs. That's right. Right. And and um, a sense of morality. True, right? true, true. Like a strong sense of morality. Like you know that, or at least the ability to see outside of yourself and know that you're, you're even if you're doing something for the right reasons, it's still wrong. So you, you shouldn't mm. do it. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. It has to be clean through and through. Yeah. You know, so like literally with the two things that I've said, the two things that you've said, apply them to sort of like any person. And you'll see if they measure up. Mm. You know, mm. courage is another thing. Definitely, you have to be brave. Yeah. You, you gotta be brave. Yeah. Pick on someone your own size, right now. Yeah. There is no one my size, punk. <laughs> or we could just talk it out. <laughs> and like, imagine that, dude. Imagine seeing a, a gent that's literally five times your size, and he's talking about some. I'm trying to wreck this building. You can't wreck this building. There's people that live here. I don't mm. care about the people. Hmm. Mm. I'm gonna have to stop you. That's the thing. It's like even the thing is, the courage of a superhero is that even if even when they're afraid, like right, they still yeah. show up. That's right. They like it's it's literally like being at work at a job that you that you hate, but doing it because it's you've got to because it's got to be done. It, it's there's no other way it yeah. either gets done or it doesn't get done and that creates another host of problems that you'd really rather not deal with and and you know that getting it done means a relief for a lot of people and a lot of people that you care about you gotta do it yeah bro. you gotta do it yeah heck yeah. we actually could have spoken it's just that this app is it doesn't want to work with people but uh, you know like uh, we're obviously gonna have a part two we're gonna come <laughs> back to this in like two maybe three weeks We'll see. We'll plan. Okay. But in the meantime, I hope you people listening, if you're still here. Hello? Is anyone? Is Herman? I think, I think they left. <laughs> I, I think they, they went on to their lives. They just got tired of listening to two randoms talking about nonsense. Damn it! <laughs> what kind of world is this where two randoms can't talk about nothing for a long time and people just listen? That's racist. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. It's every ist. You're such an istophobe. Just an istophobe. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is an istorophobe these days, man. It's wild. We need to get that stuff printed. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you for listening. If you're still here, thank you for following on our wormhole of a journey. We're going to come back in some time. There's going to be a part two. Corinne's MW. So 
We're out here. I'm out here. Lakhutla is out here. Any last words? Uh, be a good person. I second that. Mm. Be a good person. Don't be weird, man. Don't be weird. It literally costs nothing to be good to people. Mm. Do you know that? Mm. Do that stuff for free. Mm. And it's nice. You don't want to be nice? Sucks to be you, loser. Anyway, y'all take care of yourselves. Cheers.